This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Oleg in Winnipeg writes in says, Rod is fighting so hard. My awesome comments. One day, I'll win him over for one. Well, at least you're now speaking in first person. The fact that you've been writing in in third person for several years, it, I will. I refuse to read your comments in third person. So that's why, Oleg, if you spoke like a normal person, I'd read your comment. How about that? How about that? This is the Rod Peterson Show. How about that? Yeah, welcome inside, everybody. Hour two of your favorite daytime sports talk show. Coming at you here on Game Plus Television and Key Radio down there in Atlanta, Georgia. And, of course, on the streams and YouTube Live. If you're listening on a podcast later on in the day, thank you. I know you got a big choice out there. So, thank you. Let's bring in the Moose. He's in Toronto. It's funny. I was having a chat with a youngster, Darren, named Jordan on the weekend in Las Vegas. And we talked about flying in Canada and how the captain often says... Thank you for making WestJet your choice of air carrier today. We know you have a choice out there. And, uh, and we're like, <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't have a choice. There was only one other choice. And they would have gotten us here in three days for triple the money. So, no, we didn't have another choice. <laughs> nice of them to say that. Meanwhile, here, there are two million other podcasts. Uh, I, you know, they say two million overall in North America. I think there's, I think there's just two million sports podcasts. I shared space with them all at Super Bowl last week at Radio Row. All two million of them were crammed in the convention center uh, at Mandalay Bay. So anyways, we're moving into hour two. I've effectively ticked off a lot of people today. And as usual, didn't mean to at all. Darren, didn't mean to at all. It's a gift of mine, angering people, as you know. CFL free agency opening today. I have some thoughts on that. 11 NHL games tonight, including your Blues. Sorry, your Leafs, home to the Blues. Uh, Flames lost last night, 2-0 at the Rangers. I watched it. It was a goaltending battle, and I love goaltending battles. So I enjoy the game, but if you're a Flames fan, you would not. Before I move on, uh, Darren, with what we're going to talk about in hour two, anything hitting you, anything sitting with you from hour one or anything? No, I just... I left this in hour one. I, I didn't uh, give you, what do they say now? It's kind of old, but I didn't give you your flowers. I didn't give you your props. Uh, for going three and one last night in the NHL breakaway bets, uh, nice work. You uh, kicked my ass last night, so uh, you earned it. And uh, I hope you're feeling good today and uh, enjoy. You know what? That's mighty big of you to say that because it's very rare that I beat you. I think that's why you're pointing it out because it's very rare that I do. So thank you. It's very big of you to do that. Most people wouldn't. You're welcome. And if I had, I had the Arizona Coyotes, uh, I picked them. I would have been a clean sweep if I didn't have that Coyotes tug. Um, I'll say this about the CFL free agency. I'm a little annoyed because, yeah, it's opened. Have we heard any big signings? Clark, do we have anything? Have we seen anything? Throw it up in the comments if we have. I know a lot of our viewers have come here today to talk about it here an hour or two. And I'm annoyed because 
most of the big signings were done last week in the pre, the uh, legal tampering period. And then, so we came up with the list that I got from the Canadian press, I'll be honest with you, the top three. We said uh, Jake Dolagala, the Saskatchewan quarterback. What else did we say? We said Matthew Betts of the BC Lions. Was he the defensive player of the year? Or was he the Canadian player of the year? Yes. Pretty big deal. And Simone Lawrence, because uh, Coach Phil yesterday said that's his number one guy. And people are writing in saying, no, no, he signed a futures contract with Detroit. I'm like, well, the story that I just posted to rodpeterson.com last night from the Canadian press, the country's national newswire, said that Betts had not signed with Detroit. Yet. And today they're saying he has. All I'm asking is, can somebody please clarify this? It's just a thing that sticks in my craw. And it's not anybody's fault, really, in the CFL right now. But I've often found the league is incredibly hard to cover for instances like this. So I guess we'll move ahead. Was this just broken this morning by Farhan Lalji? I don't know. It's hard. I'd love to have a free agency special, but all the big names are off the board anyways, and one that we thought was on the board isn't. Rant over. That's all I got to say, Darren. That's all I got to say. I know, and the ones that haven't signed yet um, aren't in a hurry to sign. Otherwise, we would have heard about them last week. Um, They're going to take some time. Tim White, who three down had as number one on their board, still holding firm, looking for $300,000. This might drag out for another couple of weeks. So if we sat here with a, tri- with a, a signings board and, and waiting for signings to analyze with a panel of guests, uh, we might be waiting for a while. We might go through the whole show with nobody signing. Uh, Matthew Betts going to the Detroit Lions. That's big. That's a big signing for the Detroit Lions. Big for Matthew Betts. We understand now that that's why he didn't sign last week. Yeah, because this was maybe on the horizon. So um, it's going to be a little bit of an anticlimactic day, and that's unfortunate, but here we are. Uh, so we sit here. I would assume my phone will go off like there's a fire in the neighborhood when they announce what Morgan Riley's suspension is for cross-checking Ridley Gregg in the face. We're sitting here waiting every day. Clark, please let me know in my ear when it comes down. Um, I'll defer to... Oh, later this afternoon, Clark's telling me yes. So what are they waiting for? Oh, man, that annoys me that they do it that way. But whatever. It gives us, shows like us, a lot of time to talk about. Matthew Barnaby said just exactly the same thing as Jim Lang had said. If he hadn't stuck him in the face, cross-checked him in the face, he'd have been fine. Barney just said the same thing. He's predicting five games. And the one thing Matthew Barnaby said last hour was if he dropped the gloves and hammered on him, it would have been fine. I don't think that's true, but what the hell do I know? And I will say this about George Paris, who decides these things, the length of suspensions and stuff. He came up to me to a, in the press box one night at FLA Live Arena, or now it's a Merritt Bank Arena, and introduced himself. We were sitting four chairs down from each other in the press box. He's like, George Paris, NHL Department of Corrections, or whatever the hell they call it, player safety. And we sat and had a great chat. Like most fighters, I don't want to say goons because that offends people, but like most fighters, very thoughtful, very intelligent, very nice. People think these guys are all meatheads, and they're not. Highly intelligent guy, George Paris. Uh, but I guess you can drop the gloves and wail on somebody, and that would be fine. If he had done that, do you agree with Barney? There would be no discipline? No, I think there would still be discipline. Um, again, it depends on, well, it really depends on the severity in which he beats on him, right? I mean, we want to say that he jumped him and that he was unaware. Well, now we're seeing, you know, more of the video where Ridley Gregg looks at him and knows it's coming. So it wasn't, you know, um, blindside, that type of thing. Um, there was no injury. So that plays a factor. It's a lot of things that play a factor, but Morgan Riley's got a clean record. People want to compare this to David Perron. And Perron, mostly a clean record, but he had been fined for cross-checking once prior to his cross-check that got him a suspension. Morgan Riley, I don't think, has been fined. He hasn't been suspended. So I think that should play into it, too. Um, this is very curious. They're taking their time with this, and that's, that's uh, puzzling. If somebody murders somebody, but they had a clean criminal record, does that make it okay? I'm just checking. No. Don't you, you no, don't watch Dateline. But I think the sentence is less... But the sentence is less than if it's your second time, isn't it? 
Yeah, I don't know. I've never murdered anybody, so I don't know. I've wanted yeah. to. Does that count? Let's be clear. Uh, I haven't either. <laughs> Don in Winnipeg writes back in. The guy that took issue with my pizza comments where I said pizza's pizza. I don't know if you read what he wrote in earlier. I clearly owns a pizza restaurant. He says, thanks for the clarification. I also enjoy many different pizzas. I love you again like a brother. Thank you, Don. I love you too. And when we come to Winnipeg, please let me know your establishment. I would love to come down and establish your... Uh, uh, sample your pizza, give a review of your pizza. And to be honest, if, I, if my waistline could handle it, I'd love to be a pizza um, connoisseur. I'd love to be like, uh, who's the Triple D? Guy Fieri. You already have one in Winnipeg and Dave Patrician, the sports doctor. But I'd love to travel around and eat pizza. What a great job that would be. He had a tailgate party that your boy Dan from Saskatoon was at on Sunday. Uh, 10,000 people at the tailgate party for wow. Guy Fieri, just so you know. Yeah. Noni in Calgary writes in on the text line. She says, Rod, I love the shirt, and I'm excited about spring training. Living in Calgary, I cheer hard for the Jays, and I'm going to experience spring training in Dunedin for the first time in my life at almost 59 years old. Go, Jays, go, and go, Riders, go. Such a fan show you put on. I should be doing housework. <laughs> Noni, you do what makes you feel good. Okay, you do what, what you think's right. And that's watching this show and listening to this show. So I appreciate that. I texted the radio link to my friend Dean in Las Vegas. Uh, so he's listening on the radio right now, WQEE. Shout out Rhino Radio on World Radio Day. Did you... You must have seen the post from our friends in the radio business. Yeah. Our colleagues. Have you seen that today? World Radio Day? Pretty yeah. cool. I've seen a few posts already. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. My favorite radio station in the world is WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk, Key Radio 99.1 FM. Here in Noonan, Georgia, another David from Winnipeg writes in. On the Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033. And he says, how about a poll? If you could watch only one sport, what would it be? NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, or CFL? I've scrapped our normal poll. I had to take it down because we look like a bunch of boobs. Then I put Matthew Betts on there. Silly me. As of last night, I told, was read that he was available in free agency today. Apparently now he's not. You could only watch one league. It's actually a hell of an idea. The problem is there's only four options on our YouTube and Twitter. But for this sake, we'll make five. <coughs> you can only watch one. NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, or CFL. I'll go first. I don't care. I don't got to think about it. It's the NHL, period. It's the first league I ever loved. It's the one I love the most. And to be honest, I'm finally working in it. We're going to Tampa Bay Saturday. I don't know if I told you for the Panthers and the Lightning. No. I'm so excited. Uh, it's the, yeah, it's the, there's a story. Thank you, Brent Waltman, my guy from Wellington, Florida. We're all going together. Serena's probably listening right now. I thought it was a boy's trip, me, him, and his kid. And then he says, uh, does Serena want to come? And I said, I didn't ask. Thought it was, I thought it was the guys. He's like, no, I'm bringing my gal. Okay. So I asked him, we're all going now. So close. Five of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you decided yet? Yeah, it's, it's the NHL by a far narrower margin than you. Um, it was between the NHL and the NFL. And hockey still wins out for me in the very end, as much as I love football. And we lost him. He'll reset the audio. We'll get back in there. I almost thought NFL because NFL has become such much must watch on a basis of watching the games every week. Um, the reason that the NHL wins out still is, you know, I, I just love it. I could go to any rink, any hockey game and, and, and pop in and enjoy the game. I could do that with football, too. But I'd be more apt to watch two, three hockey games a week than I would be to watch two or three or four NFL games. We got you back? Uh, I got you back. You got me back. 
You bet. Yep. Good. Well, and for me with the NHL, it's it's just not that hard. I mean, did I tell you that we met Mike Palmatier's daughter? She works out at Johnny O's Gymnasium. Tess. One day she was wearing a Leafs jacket, and Serena walked over and she's like, "What's with a Leafs jacket?" She's like, "Oh, my dad played for the Leafs." And we're like, "Who's that?" She goes, "Mike Palmatier." We're like, oh, "Really?" And of course, Johnny O's standing there, and he hasn't watched the NHL since the '60s, so he was like, "What? That's Johnny?" And we're like. Boria Salming, Lanny McDonald, Daryl Sittler, Tiger Williams, that vintage era. Like, that's, you know, I'm a little ashamed to say, but I don't mind admitting because I'm honest on this show that I, Earl Campbell, I know who he is, but growing up, I wasn't watching Earl Campbell. So when I was with him on Sunday, when I mentioned to football fan people and football people that I was with Earl Campbell on Sunday, they fell over. Like, icon of icons. Um, but I wasn't watching NFL football back then. I was watching NHL hockey. So I felt kind of guilty all through my time in the CFL. I did love it, but I had to learn the sport. I had to learn the history. I had to learn the game of football and learned it to the degree that football people thought I was a football person. But I'm, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I love it. Just being honest. A- anybody else, write in, what are your favorite what is the league? You'd only watch one for the rest of your life, by the way. So you'd better think about this. You'd better think about it. <laughs> you know, put some thought into this. Yeah. Uh, Brian in the Moose Capital, Hudson's Bay, writes in and he says, it's ridiculous to say he did nothing wrong, Morgan Riley. He went after a guy's neck and head area. What league nowadays can you go after an opponent, opponent's head? Whatever he gets will be well-deserved. Do you understand this? All that I'm saying is he only did it because the guy was showing him up. Are we all okay with what Ridley Gregg did? Because back in the day, nobody would do that because there would be the threat of being cross-checked in the face. So where are we at? The whole idea of having some humility and integrity for your opponent, you're all acting like it's okay what Ridley Gregg did. So we need to understand, Morgan Raleigh doesn't do this if Ridley Gregg doesn't do that. Am I completely out of touch, Darren? No, and, and maybe the other way to say this is, you know, what they both did was wrong. But it was okay in the fact that it adds some spot or spot to the game. It adds a little bit of that, you know, all these things that, all these memories we have, and it's not just, you know, I don't, I'm not just bringing up violence, but, you know, all these memories of, you know, um, line brawls or, you know, things that have happened that we remember and, you know, we remember it being awesome. We're not celebrating the fact that, you know, he got cross-checked in the face. We're not celebrating the fact that Ridley Gregg is rubbing it in the Leafs face, but we're celebrating the fact that if he does that, there at least is a response, you know, and they should both be, I mean, you're not going to get penalized for shooting the puck in the net and showboating like that but yeah we're not saying that you know morgan riley or i'm not saying morgan riley you know shouldn't be suspended he should you can't cross check people in the face but it was an appropriate response you can't let the team just showboat in front of you and have no answer that's not okay either especially for a team that's trying to win a stanley cup we've got all kinds of comments from the audience here we need to break We'll come back and get into those. Tonight's NHL Breakaway Bets feature coming up with Moose. And three-time Scottish champion and broadcaster Kathy Goche. We're live on the Game Plus television network as always. And on World Radio Day, we're on WQEE 99.1 FM, Atlanta, Georgia region, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody, the RP Show continues. And a reminder, I want to thank you if you purchased your 50-50 ticket for Telemiracle. If you haven't yet, what are you waiting for? The Telemiracle 50-50 is live now. And uh, as you know, the proceeds are going to stay in Saskatchewan. It'll be a part of Telemiracle 48 supporting the work of the Kinsman Foundation. If you haven't bought yours yet and you're watching in the rectangle, get them at telemiracle 5050 dot com telemiracle 5050.com is the way to purchase yours and you're going to be hearing over the next little while how to donate through our show donation page as well come on don't be cheap get off your wallet it's saskatchewan's charity and they're helping people's quality of life every day in our wonderful and beautiful home province uh let's bring the moose in and i want to just update 902-518-3033 okay finally finally somebody agrees 902-518-3033, sober carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Bill in Toronto, watching on Game Plus TV, he says, Rod, you're bang on. He writes it in all caps. He said, imagine if Wendell Clark or Bob Probert were on the ice and this happens. I don't even want to think about that. They'd still be, they'd still be brawling. And I don't understand, I don't under it's not the way it was, Rod. Do we understand, <laughs> I guess if we're going to complain about the way the world is now, uh, then we got to uh, say, oh, you can't, you can go out and do whatever the hell you want. There's no retribution, period. It's kind of what we're saying here. Do whatever you want. Go out and say whatever you want, do whatever you want. And if anybody touches you, they're going to be in trouble. That's, that's the message. I know. You can't have it. You, you, you can't have it. There needs to be some sort of policing. Um, again, I don't know what the answer is, um, but it's a good one because at the end of the day, uh, Ridley Gregg or somebody else is going to think twice about, you know, slapshotting this puck into the net, and they know that there's going to be a reaction. So you're going to be careful before you showboat in front of, uh, in front of teams in the National Hockey League. I don't know. <laughs> Again, having chats in Las Vegas on the weekend. Uh, I think it's interesting to leave our little bubble. Here's today's life advice. Maybe don't be afraid to leave your little bubble and see what life is like in other places. A guy said to me in Vegas over coffee, a Super Bowl week, so they carry guns down there in Florida, every person? I said, yep. Yes, sir. No, sir, everybody's got a gun? Yeah. Doesn't that scare you? Nope. Don't act like a jack wagon and you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Don't mouth off. Don't display road rage. You're probably going to be okay. It's a wonderful place to live. Start lipping off. Start giving people the finger. They cut you off. You get what you get. I don't understand what's so hard to understand about this. <laughs> Lloyd, writes in, Lloyd writes in from Melfort, where they do the Melfort Shuffle. He writes it on the Sober Carpenter text line. With the Daytona 500 around the corner, we have heard you talk about Kings Park Speedway. In Regina in past episodes, I would love to invite you to the Tisdale Motor Speedway this summer for some dirt racing. And we have a car with a passenger seat I would love to see you in. Come on out. Signed Lloyd, the track announcer. I'm in. What did I tell you, Darren? Over the years... I've said I'm not super Dave Osborne. I was going to say. Ask, 
Uh, what? What were you going to say? What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, uh, you shocked me with the uh, how quick you said I'm in. Because you've in the past said, I'm not super Dave Osborne. You can't just put me in a helmet and a suit and expect me to get in the car. But uh, good for you. Um, I rode the Pace truck at Century Downs this summer. That was fantastic. As long as you don't make me get on a horse. Been there, done that, not interested. Um, regarding the in, informal poll, because unfortunately our CFL free agency poll got scrapped. And Clark's doing a really good job in the comment section of our YouTube feed of updating everybody the signings of what's going on. Hey, there's stuff going on. Um, it, but I'll be honest, I mean, it, let's call it our CFL free agency special if we want. But it's not like past years where the biggest of the big of the big are available and out there. That's not that. Not to say this isn't important. So Clark's updating people on this. But people would rather talk about Morgan Riley cross-checking Ridley Gregg in the face. And by the way, I'm here for it. Uh, Brent in Wellington, Florida. Regarding the informal poll, what league, if you could only watch one for the rest of your life, what would it be? NHL, NBA, MLB, CFL, five. Uh, Brent in Wellington, Florida says, no brainer here. NHL season is nine months long, unlike the NFL at six months. Three less months of suffering with no sports, LOL. And he says, uh, well, yeah, a no-brainer. That's just math. From the Barflies, we talked about this yesterday. Barflies says, so when Bedard shows up a goalie with a Michigan goal, he should be cross-checked in the chicklets. Yes. Yes. And that's coming from a goalie guy, obviously. But it's, I guess we're not there. <laughs> How many people look at it as showing up a goalie, by the way? You're not just showing up the goalie. You're showing up the entire team. In my mind, with a Michigan. You? I'm a little different. I, I, I think it depends on the situation because it's become such a not just a creative way to score, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's really hard to score in a wraparound anymore. So this is a way where you're behind the net, you can, you can catch the goalie by surprise and score. But if you're trying the Michigan goal in a 4-1 game or a 5-1 game, and it's in the third period, and this game is in, in hand, that is showboating. And they, should, and they have every right to come after you for showboating and get physical and say this is not okay. So you got to be careful with that one because it can very quickly, uh, you know, be a very distasteful way to score a goal. The NHL's become a trick shot league, and I'm not sure that anybody could argue that. I mean, forget about the Michigan; it is what it is. But when guys was it Troy Terry or Zegras, whoever was scored between their legs recently. And they were, they've been doing it in junior long before even in the NHL. Flurry was the first I remember, did it in the 80s uh, in the Agridome. And we wanted to kill him as Pats fans. But now that's commonplace. The scouts will say it's a, it's a move now to go between your legs. How is the Michigan any different? But in the 80s, we thought going between your legs to score was way too much showboating. And I think the entire team attacked Theron Flurry. And he would have loved every single second of it. So I understand things have evolved. But I guess, I guess my point is you can't cross-check somebody in the face, but you can showboat by slap shooting a puck into an empty net. You can. That's okay. That's fine. Okay. I just I don't know what the rules are anymore and how they changed. And the Barflies guy wrote in here and said, so what's an appropriate speed to shoot the puck into an empty net? And I'm like... It's a rhetorical, smart-ass question that I don't know the answer to because I'm not making the rules. I don't, I don't make the rules as to who gets into the Hall of Fame anymore. To be honest, I used to have a vote. Don't anymore. Well, okay. Paul in Humble writes in and he says, RP, dirt racing in Tisdale? I'll be there. I want to stay at the Canalta, by the way. That's what I want to do. That's a beautiful hotel, as, as beautiful as anywhere I've stayed. 
And by the way, you never asked, but I might not stay at that $22 a night hotel again. I might not. <laughs> no continental oh, breakfast? No. no coffee. Forget the continental breakfast. I couldn't get a coffee before 6 a.m. What? Oh, I, no. Yeah, right? Hot damn. Listen, I actually went down there uh, into the casino because it's open at, I think it was 5 a.m. I was up. And I went, the day before I learned that I couldn't get a coffee. I'm like, what? What? Where am I? And they said, only if you're gambling can we get you a free coffee. <laughs> but you got $1 blackjack, so what, I got to play a hand to get a coffee? What? I was blown away. So the next day, I went down there and I went up to the restaurant, which wasn't even open yet. And there are a couple gals, <laughs> you'll, you'll get this, a couple gals were folding napkins right putting them in the thing getting ready for the day yep. two of them sitting side by side and i said hey you guys got any coffee on anywhere somewhere the one girl's like and the other one <laughs> what is so it which one do you go with <laughs> yeah they did they sh they did she just didn't want to give me any so anyways do you ever know pay attention when spirits connect when souls connect this young the one that was nodding her head she's like i'll get you one she gets up and goes and pours me a coffee took a while but she came back out and she's like i said how much is this and she goes uh whatever you want to give <laughs> i gave her ten dollars u.s by the way that's like 14 in canada but you could tell by the light in her eyes she got it she knew that i was probably going to burn the hotel down if i didn't get a coffee <laughs> exactly. Allie in Texarkana she said Allie says I can't believe anything's closed in Vegas it's a major misnomer have you never been there Vegas is not the city that never sleeps that's New York Vegas sleeps a lot you can shoot a cannon down the Las Vegas Boulevard at six in the morning shoot a can it sleeps a ton everybody's drunk all the time you get it half the time you're hungover and sleeping that's what they don't put in the ads uh bill in toronto says 22 dollars a night is not being knocked down for the new ballpark it should be yes and he knows exactly i know what i know what you're getting at bill the hotel right beside it is getting knocked down but this one ain't i can't figure that one out and by the way thank god we were didn't broadcast from the by the pool because there was no water in the pool it was closed for the season so Hey, it all worked out great. We went to Radio Row and had our guests, and everything was fantastic, and Bob's your uncle. Bob's um, your uncle. <laughs> Phil writes in, he says, with every action, there's a reaction. With that being said, remember 20 years ago when the Battle of Ontario used to be a bloodbath with Domi and Chris Neal? People are soft now. That's the point, though. You know, Serena says it all the time. You can't unsee it. I've worked so hard to become strong. I can't go back to being soft anymore. I was. That sucked. I was scared of everything all the time. Now I'm scared of nothing. What, what does that do for me? Anyways, okay, Moose, you done. All see right. You, uh, see you later. All right. Our Curling Canada segment coming up next with the great Kathy Goche. We got a lot to talk about with her. We'll be right back live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late.
Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Everybody, it's time for our weekly curling segment. And what a day to announce this before we bring in Kathy Goche. Decorated curling skip Jennifer Jones has announced she will retire from women's team curling at the end of this season. The six-time Canadian Women's Curling Championship plus an Olympic gold medalist in 2014 wrote on social media today that this season will be her last skipping a women's team, although she will continue curling mixed doubles with her husband, Brent Lang. The 49-year-old from Winnipeg will skip a team in the Scotties for the 18th time of her career starting Friday in Calgary. Kathy Goche knows a little bit about that. She won three championships uh, herself. Kathy, uh, Kathy, welcome to the RP show today. This news today. Were you shocked? Hey, welcome to the program. What do you think of this news? You know what? I have uh, really mixed feelings. The, the one side is I completely understand. You know, 2005 was Jennifer's first win. I was with her on the ice. I don't understand how almost 20 years later she still has that drive. So no one can question, you know, she's won everything there is to win. It's time. The challenging part, I feel, is that this is going to be a big distraction for her team. They just found out recently. And so these three other women now have to worry about who are they going to play with with two years until the Olympic trials. So good for Jen, but I feel bad for the other three. Oh, well said. And, you know, uh, for those going in Calgary, I haven't heard that the Scotties is sold out, but a month ago they were very close. So all of a sudden now we know that you're going to be watching Jennifer Jones for the last time. Let's be honest, that's put quite a bit of schutzpah on this event at Winsport. Huge. I think that Jennifer is the GOAT, um, the greatest of all time, and Carrie Anderson is is definitely worth in that conversation but 20 years is a very long time and so this will be the last chance you have to see jennifer play in what is probably her favorite setting which is women's curling she is going to play with brent her husband but uh, i think that anybody that doesn't have a ticket it's a great way to pay a tribute to somebody who's done a lot for our sport curling.ca slash tickets it's an unbelievable field and same thing for the briar which is march 1st to the 10th in regina and that field is finally all rolled out um kathy with all your decorated history in this season of champions how much of a pang do you get to be out there i know you're behind the microphone and so forth but it's not the same right it's it's not and i'm you know it's not as bad now because it's been a while but it used to, I used to look sometimes, and if the women were really struggling with the ice, I used to think, you know, Cheryl Bernard was in the booth. What if we just threw a team together? I just wanted to be out there because there is nothing like the adrenaline of playing in a Scotties or a Briar. And the two cities they chose this year, Calgary, which is almost sold out, Regina, which is one of the biggest heartbeds of curling, just simple things like the applause for shots that people understand. Uh, this is where curlers who are average human beings get to go to be superheroes and you never ever get over wanting to have that moment. Well, I look at the fields of both and I'm, and we cover all sports here and I often say you can always find something about any game that's interesting or any draw or any, uh, you know, Briar Field, Scotty's Field. Well, I guess we got this young gal in Skylar Ackerman going for Saskatchewan to her first. Yeah. And I, I worry and about her a little bit, but we all had to do it, you know, the first time. So what, any advice for her? Do you know what? I watched that Saskatchewan final and I was so impressed with her. They carry themselves so well. The biggest thing is, I, I feel, is just to go in and embrace it. You are playing in one of the greatest championships uh, that you can play in as a curler. And so embrace the moment. I look at her pool and the top two seeds in her pool are Carrie Anderson and Caitlin Laws, both of whom are not only great players, but they're really nice human beings. And so they're not gonna be out there on the ice with players that aren't nice to play against. And, and I think that that will also give them a sense of comfort because when you're, when you're out there and you're really nervous, just being around other women who are really supportive and who will say nice shot if you make a nice shot helps them to relax. And I think they're going to surprise a lot of people if they play like they did in the Saskatchewan final. 
Well, I hope you get a chance to talk to her. I'm sure you will. She does not seem to scare easily, but I'll be honest with you. I've just watched curling for years, and I was, I was afraid of Rachel Holman. And then I did an event with her, and I'm like, you're not just not only not scary, you're funny and you're cool. And she's like, well, I'm playing a game. She goes, you know what, I'm not on the ice right now. I, I wouldn't want to line up against her. I can't think she's going to be uh, throwing bouquets at the feet of Scott Rackerman. Like, how much of this is mental, Kathy? You've been at that level. How much of it is yeah. mental versus... Yeah, Tom, what do you think? Well, you know, you look at some of the best players of all time, and you don't see a lot of emotion. Uh, back in the day, someone like Connie Laliberti, Al Hackner, now you go forward to a guy like Kevin Cooey. You're not, these people aren't the chuckleophagus. They're not dropping, you know, funny <laughs> comments. And um, But they're also not throwing themselves in the hack if, if one of their players misses. And they're not high-fiving when people come down. We tend to love people that show emotion because it's it's fun to watch. Um, but this at a skip level, as a player, I wanted somebody who was on an even keel, who I just felt it didn't matter what we left him or her, that they were going to make it and, and that was their role. And so Rachel Holman is one of them. She is as fierce as a competitor as you'd ever want, but you're right. I mean, she spent a weekend here when she was in playing mixed doubles and Rachel off the ice is not Rachel on the ice, but uh, it, it's not about an intimidation factor. It's just where these athletes go to dial it in to, the, to be the best that they can be. And you can't fault them on that, but they can be pretty scary to play against for sure. Well, and she to double down, she goes, she's like, Rod, you take a helmet off any hockey player or football player, they probably look no different than I do, but I don't have anything on my face, right? So I just, <laughs> that's what's great to, to do interviews like this and get to know the athletes. That's the thing that's helped so much. And you know, while we're sitting here talking about this, I wanted to call Jennifer Jones queen of hearts and a lot of people do, but I'm a Sask guy, and to me, there's only one. Do you have any memories of Sandra Schmerler, Sandra Peterson? You must. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know what? We had a, it's really interesting. So I was in Hinton, Alberta on the weekend for the Alberta finals because my son's playing with Kevin Cooey this year, and we were coming back, and he said to me, Mom, do you think that Sandra or, or Jennifer is the greatest of all time? And it's such an unfair question because Jennifer had the longevity that unfortunately Sandra never got to have. But the one thing that I don't think anyone can ever argue about is that Sandra changed the face of curling. It was when the rules went to free guard zone and a lot of the women's teams were not interested in trying to to play that way they tried to keep it simple and sandra embraced it completely and she forced all the other women's teams to be better because you couldn't beat her by running anymore you had to play with her and uh no she's uh she still will always be somebody very very special yeah well we all as sports fan bases and regions have our carry some wounds and uh, for SAS sports fans, that's a whew, that's a tough one, you know, that we were yeah. never able to see what that could have been, you know. But you mentioned your Absolutely. son and uh, also, also your nephew, like, ah, yeah, we just got around to that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like the first family of curling. How much are you looking forward to the briar because of that? Uh, so much. You know, my brother, so that's Tyler Tardy's dad, uh, they moved to BC with his medical career years ago. So the boys never grew up in the same province, but we would always go back and forth a couple times a year. And those two have been attached at the hip since birth, and they'd always talked about the dream of playing together. And now it's happening, and they're playing with someone like Kevin Cooey. I think, you know, I, I watch sometimes because they natter at each other constantly. And I think Kevin thought, you know, I left my children at home, but he's got two new ones to deal with. But he, they bring life to the team. Uh, they're so excited. They were disappointed, obviously, to lose the Alberta final. And interestingly enough, they play in Aaron Sluchinski in the first game at the Briar. So that will be a really interesting matchup. But so excited uh, to, to watch your own kid in the Briar. It, it doesn't get much better. Well, these are exciting times, and uh, the Scotties field's obviously been out for a while, but the Briars has now been decided. You can find them all at curling.ca. And you can also get tickets there, curling.ca slash tickets. Well, Kathy, I appreciate you coming on. Big fan of your career. One province Thanks. over. Respect it. And uh, enjoy this for all that it is. It's, it's the best time of year. You I know. sure will. Thank you.
Kathy Goche uh, joining us as we uh, talk curling for Curling Canada every week. And the Scotties at hand in Calgary, and followed by the Montana's Briar, presented by AGI. And for all the information and tickets, go to curling.ca. We'll be right back with overtime after this. We are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Hey, everybody. It's Overtime, and that is brought to you by our great friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Look up Randy and Michelle. They have your own team or family skills competition. They got fun for the whole family. 28th Street Northeast, where skill and fun collide. Just a slap shot away from the old Crossroads Flea Market. Check it out. Tell them Rod sent you. Sponsors of Overtime. Some good questions come in uh, on the curling. Jeff in Calgary says, how is it the Scotties has been the women's sponsor for so long, yet the men's has had so many sponsors? Good question. Shh, certainly asking the wrong guy. Regarding Las Vegas as a city, said to uh, Allie, clearly you've never been, Allie from Texarkana, I said, clearly you've never been to Vegas. And she says, no, I haven't, LOL. Probably never will, especially if I can't get coffee anytime I need it. I know. I was surprised. I've only been there once. It was in, uh, once since COVID, and not that many times since I stopped drinking. And I'm kind of, it's just another city. If you're not there, you want to know. Here's a funny story. I don't think I told this on the air. Uh, Curtis Fallman writes that he says, Rod, are you going to be at the prior, uh, at the Briar? TBD, Curtis, TBD. Certainly hoping to. Jim Barker lined me up with his daughter, Holly. She's a pit boss at the Bellagio. And uh, he said, you got to go look her up. She's by far the youngest pit boss at the Bellagio. Tell her, tell her I sent you. And... Uh, She'll look after you. So the very first day I was there on Wednesday, I made a beeline for the Bellagio. I walked everywhere, which was great, and met Holly. It was around supper time. And uh, Jim Barker's daughter, so we had a brief chat about her dad and her sister, who also lives in Las Vegas and is an actress. And she said, so you're, my dad said I'm supposed to look after you, treat you well. What are you into? And I said, well, I don't drink, and I don't gamble, and I don't carouse. And she she looked at me just speechless and I could read her mind. It was, what the hell are you doing here then? <laughs> I never heard from her again. What is, see, what is there to do if you're a guy like me? What it is, is hang out with friends, go to bed early, get up in the morning, attend 12 step meetings, go for lunch, do your show. And it's just another town if you're not drinking. And then you can't get a coffee before 6 a.m.? And that ain't new. That wasn't just a $22 hotel I was staying at. It's, they don't flip the switch on in that town till noon. Uh, 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 uh. Jeff, the Stams fan, says, You're right, Rod. Even by 3 a.m., the Vegas Strip is pretty quiet. Been a long time since I saw the Vegas Strip at 3 a.m. Robin and Prince Albert regarding showing up your opponent in sports or hockey specifically. Robin and PA says, I had a young kid try and do the Michigan on my female goalie in rec hockey. I gave him an earful and he didn't do it again. Sometimes I wonder why they even give me a show because I'm so out of touch with the way things have changed too. I don't know the answer. What you're supposed to do anymore. I don't know. What goes and what doesn't. Sports update. Canada's Shea Gilgis-Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder host the Orlando Magic in one of six games in the NBA tonight. The Hamilton product sits second in NBA scoring, averaging 31 points per game. The Toronto Raptors, who were dumped 122-99 by the visiting San Antonio Spurs on Monday, host the Pacers Wednesday. 
this came out Monday. The longest Super Bowl game in history was also the most watched television program in U.S. history. According to Nielsen ratings, Kansas City's 25-22 overtime victory over San Francisco on Sunday night averaged more than 123 million viewers across American television and streaming platforms. That shattered last year's mark of 115 million for Kansas City's victory over Philadelphia. Our sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Anyone but you, the Valentine's Encore. This edgy comedy features B and Ben, who look like the perfect couple, but after an amazing first date, something happens that turns their fiery hot attraction ice cold until they find themselves unexpectedly thrust together at a destination wedding in Australia. Dun, dun, dun. Now the biggest rom-com in years has even more to love. Don't miss all the new bonus content starring Alexandra Shipp and Glenn Powell in Landmark Cinemas now. And also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. Just dipping in on the text line, 902-518-3033, regarding what sport, if you could only watch one for the rest of your life, what would it be? Kirk, or one league, not sport, one league, because there is a difference. Kirk writes in from Toronto, and he says, Rod, CFL, CFL, CFL. It's interesting. All the time I spent with uh, the folks in Las Vegas, the one kid, Jordan, I talked about earlier, said, Rod, if I'm not mistaken, junior hockey is your favorite level of hockey. I said, it is. To watch, it absolutely is. Covering it, different story. So don't miss the travel. Don't miss the greasy roadside gas station diners not that i have anything against roast beef sandwiches with gravy on them and wonderful french fries but after you had a million that's enough yeah, that's all i love junior hockey that would be my favorite league but i'm not interested in chasing it around anymore okay great show thank you to kathy goche thank you to matthew barnaby thanks to clark for lining them up our entire crew we'll see you tomorrow noon eastern same station Who has more fun than us? <laughs> this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.